Hello and welcome to another special edition of the Audacity of Self-Kindness podcast. This is the most audacious year challenge podcast. This is day two of the audio version of the challenge. Now, if you haven't signed up for the challenge yet, you still have time. And even if you've heard this after the fact, this is a self-guided challenge. So it is kind of evergreen right now for the beginning of the year. Um, as you're listening to this for 2000 and what year are we? <laughs> 2023. Oh my gosh. And uh, so how you sign up for that is by going to petesibley.com backslash 2023. There's that year, petesibley.com slash 2023. And you can sign up there. Now, the way this uh, challenge works is it works by you receive emails for three days in a row that unlock and allow you to go into the challenge uh, each day for three days to step into this and really ask yourself these questions around what would uh, an audacious, a year of audacity look like? What would it feel like? How would I live? And how would it look like? If at December 31st, I'm standing there and I'm with some friends and I'm reflecting on the year and I look back and I see that 2023 was the best year. It was the most audacious year from that aspect. Best obviously is totally relative, but for you of living an audacious year, what did you do? If you end up at December 2023 and you look back and you say, wow, man, I stepped into my audacity this year. So day two is all about, uh, it's called how to release the inner critic and the self-doubt. So day one was about saying yes to that deeper, authentic part of us to rediscover that and to find out what are our wants, what would we want from an audacious year. And now day two is getting into some of the work, some of the work that shows up day after day with stepping towards these larger beliefs and goals and dreams, these desires. We are meant to continue to evolve. Um, I have a person that I follow that I love who always talks about flow, right? And uh, she uses water as an analogy. And what happens to water when it just sits in a pool and it's stagnant and it can't move, right? It becomes slimy. It becomes toxic. It, it becomes, uh, you know, it, it can't support life because there's no oxygen. There's no movement in the flow of water. We are the same. Our lives, uh, you know, as adults, we buy into this idea that we need to kind of get someplace and then we just need to sustain it. We need to put on the cruise control on the car, right? But life is different that way. And, uh, oh yeah, by the way, if you hear sounds in the background, I'm recording this on the deck today because it was just so darn gorgeous. Um, so you might hear cars going by or the wind blowing. But today, uh, this part of our evolution, this day two of our most audacious uh, year challenge is going to be about how to re release the inner critic and self-doubt. Because we don't want to conquer it. We don't want to, uh, you know, hold it and contain it. We really want to release it. 
you know, this image just came to me of like a bird in a cage. And if self-doubt, if the inner critic are just these, you know, these, these beings inside of us, these aspects of us. And it, like, if we look at it l- like it's an animal in a way, what would happen if you tried to, you know, continue to keep it from moving, from showing up? Versus what if you opened up the cage and you released self-doubt? And self-doubt was able to fly like a vulture. As I'm sitting here, I'm actually seeing a vulture. Fly like a vulture and carry the currents and the wind. And every once in a while, you become aware of it in your life. You become aware of self-doubt. And you have a different relationship to it when you have learned the skill of how to see it and be aware of it and then let it go. Just like with a, a vulture, right? And a vulture's job is to eat the carrion, to eat uh, and clean off these the, the carcass so you know nothing in nature goes to waste. That is the same possibility that we can step into when we want to be audacious with something like the inner critic, with something like self-doubt, that we can actually see that nothing here is wasted that actually the inner critic and self-doubt can be part of our capacity growing as the person who has an audacious year. All right, so this will all make sense as we go through today's exercises. So day two starts off by let's talk feelings. There are two aspects of who you are, two aspects of who we are as humans, right? We are the experiential and the intellectual. I've talked about this on other podcasts, but today, specific to this Audacious Year Challenge, let's get into these two aspects of who we are. So the experiential, we know best as when we were children, right? Or we can get information about this by looking at uh, children. This is how we develop as a child. This is how we get to know the world. You know, a slipper on the floor isn't a slipper. It's not a concept of as a piece of clothing to a child. We pick it up. We put it on our head. It falls off. We pick it up again. We bite it. We touch it. We feel the inside is soft. The outside, feel the sole of the slipper. All of these things we're experiencing this slipper. Now, the other part of us is the intellectual. Now, the intellectual is who we become, who you probably are living as most often as we develop language, concepts, and more complex thinking. And it's how we interact with the world and society most of the time. You know, you might have a moment Uh, in your life where you have a sweet interaction with somebody and you hug them and you kind of notice the emotion come up, but then you move back into the intellectual and you start talking about schedules tomorrow. They're like, oh yeah, oh that was really sweet. Now, what are you doing tomorrow? And you quickly move out of the experiential into the intellectual. The experiential doesn't go away though. It keeps knocking. It knocks all the time on the feelings that we want to feel, you know, and as an adult, as the intellectual, we begin to intellectualize even, is that a word? We 
continue, we create concepts around the information we get from the experiential. What do I mean by that? What I mean is the experiential is feeling in your body what it feels like to be sad or disappointed or uncomfortable. As a child, we just feel that, right? And we start to cry or we, you know, throw a tantrum or we screech out. Like we just, we are the flow, right? Remember the water? And as a child, we are the flow of that emotion. As an adult, the intellectual, we put that emotion immediately into a concept. Now, how that works is like we start to feel the emotion Maybe, or maybe we're not even totally aware that we're feeling it, but we, we might notice on some level, maybe subconsciously, that we feel uncomfortable, that we're feeling worry, that we're feeling doubt. The intellectual mind says, oh, that's doubt, don't want to feel that, and starts moving into the categories of how, do I, how did I move out of doubt in the past? How do I move into an emotion that I want to uh, you know, it just maybe it's not even that uh, conscious. It just doesn't want to feel doubt. So it takes action to move away from doubt. So to actively release our inner critic and our self-doubt as we are stepping into this audacious year challenge, we must willingly, you must willingly blend and integrate the wisdom from both from both the intellectual and the experiential that you are and you do that where when right now in this present moment and the good news is all humans were born to do this this is our natural evolution this is the work that leads to an audacious year now i believe This is like, for me, this is like the quote-unquote get real moment, right? Because as an adult and what I teach my clients and what I want to show you in this challenge is that this idea of reality, when you hear the thought like get real, you are the one that has created those parameters. So I believe that our get real moment is that we continue to grow and evolve. We were experiential then we become intellectual. Now the next dance is to put the two together, right? I just had an analogy like as a musician, you know, the evolution in my life as a musician was at first, you know, I was experiential. I was learning the notes. I was hearing the music. It was going along. And then as my musicianship grew, I began to understand the concepts of music. I began to think like, Oh, if I'm crafting a song, do I want to come in this way? Do I want to come in, boom, like that? Do I want to have it sound more country or more folk or poppy, right? Or, uh, you know, so it becomes intellectual as well. Like now there's that knowledge. And then the next step as a musician becomes how do we flow the experiential of what we're feeling in the moment, applying the knowledge of how to make that happen on the instrument, and do it all at the same time. 
that's what jazz is about. That's what, you know, blues is about. That's what uh, jamming is about. That's what these musicians that we just watch them go, what just happened? You know, that is what that's about. So you can be fluid in this moment by moving your attention between the two. And in doing so, you are essentially blending the two. And the two are, what are you thinking about this moment right now? And what are you feeling about this moment right now? All right, so let's get into the, like, the actual aspects of day number two. And this idea of releasing the inner critic and self-doubt. And I titled the worksheet today, the workbook that you receive if you go to petesibley.com slash 2023 and sign up for the challenge. You get workbooks each day. And today's workbook, this section is called Releasing Through Allowing. Now, the first thing that we want to look at releasing by allowing is the inner critic. And the inner critic can be summed up by this quote-unquote, why can't I? The inner critic is essentially a why can't I? And it's always answering for that question. It's always putting up that uh, judgment on what we are doing. And so if you listened yesterday, and if you were listening to this as part of the challenge, think of your want that you had yesterday. Some of you might want your audacious year to, uh, you know, bring a result of a successful business. Or maybe it's a health goal. Or maybe it's finally moving out of, uh, you know, your parents into your own place. What was your want? Now, for the inner critic, before we can release it, we need to allow it. We need to notice what we are thinking about why you can't or why you aren't there yet. This is the voice of the inner critic. We are going to allow it for a moment in this space. And self-doubt, we do the same thing. Self-doubt is essentially the guidelines for self-doubt is, I don't know. I don't know. So for self-doubt, we ask the question, what does that feel like? What are the names of the emotions? And where do you feel them in your body? Now we're using these two, the inner critic, by finding our thoughts. What is our thinking about the inner critic? Why can't I be at the that want that you are desiring yet? And then the self-doubt, what does it feel like? So the intellectual and the experiential. So this moment right here, right now, this is when you do this work. Any inner critic and self-doubt gets released. Now, we can intentionally call in the thoughts that will become fuel for us to do this work, this release work. And here's how to do that. 
What are the parts of you that you think other people judge? If before we were asking our own inner critic why we think we can't and our own self-doubt why I don't know, now we are going to what we believe other people other people's thoughts about us are. So in this example, I wrote, other people think I'm too goofy and I'm focusing on the wrong things. And this is relates to, again, like my want. So that's the first part, that I start to notice what other people are thinking about me, how other people judge me. Now I notice what feelings come up when I'm thinking that other people are judging who I am. So again, the intellectual is what we are thinking about it. The experiential is really getting to know what feelings are coming up. So in this example, when I'm thinking that other people are judging who I am, I feel nervous, I feel self-conscious, I feel embarrassed, I feel ashamed. Now, here's how to blend these two. We are going to first let ourselves know intellectually that feeling the emotion, this emotion, even though it might be uncomfortable, we can intellectually know it won't actually hurt or harm us right now in this moment. So this is the blend. This is where we start evolving beyond just being an either or and we start being a yes and. So if one of the emotions that I feel when I think that other people are judging me is nervous, here's how I do this. I intellectually say like, okay, I'm sitting in my chair. Right now I'm outside on my deck. And even though the emotion inside of me is uncomfortable. Physically, I'm okay right where I am. That's how I can use my intellectual understanding. Now, second, I can begin to invite my experiential awareness to feel that feeling, to experience where in my body do I notice it, get to know it by allowing it, even though it's uncomfortable. Where does nervousness sit? Is it in the back of my neck? Is it in my shoulders? Is it in my chest? Does it make it hard to breathe? If at any moment it gets too uncomfortable, we just open our eyes. If your eyes are closed, you breathe. You go back to step number one and you say, okay, I'm sitting here. I know it's uncomfortable, but I also know that it's not physically going to harm me right here in this moment. And just keep doing this again and again until you feel like that you are really becoming aware of how you can feel uncomfortable and still be okay in this moment. And that, my friend, is it. That is the secret. That is the blending of your intellectual and experiential wisdom. And that is going to be more valuable than any other thing that you might like that you might try to do um, or that I could ever offer you. It's to allow that blending 
to happen in the moment. You are capable of feeling your emotions because you are energy, you are frequency, and you are vibration. Welcome that in. Allow it. That is your experiential. And you are also knowledge. You are also concepts. You are also understanding. And that is the intellectual. In a year of audacity, you are not afraid of those aspects of you. And you don't have to like go out and actively uh, you know, try to hunt all this down. Life shows you when you begin to move. When you begin to move towards something that you feel is audacious in your life. That is bold. All right. Now, be as interested, if not more, in how you are feeling. What is the energy you are feeling in this moment? And making, allowing that to be your, what is informing you right now. Let me say that again. Be as interested, if not more, in how you are feeling. The energy you are feeling in this moment. Okay? Why? Because we have gotten so good as adults at doing the intellectual. And so we really, literally need to go back. It's like a refresher course. I actually just started an app to help me relearn uh, some of the French that I learned in school. And it's the same. It's like we learn this as children and we forget. So and not so much we forget, we prioritize doing the intellectual. And, you know, sometimes it works, but I believe to a detriment we overcompensate by being intellectual. So what's my like homework to you today on day number two walking away from this idea of uh, how to release the inner critic and self-doubt try this number one imagine yourself as a massive radio tower now as that massive radio tower what is the energy that you want to send out into the world now Secondly, imagine meeting your self-doubt and inner critic with that energy that you're sending out over the radio tower. How would you treat self-doubt from that energy? How would you talk to and support your inner critic from that energy? And how is that energy related to your want in this most audacious year? How is that energy a fuel, a friend, a cohort? in your most audacious year. Now, if you listened to yesterday, you probably heard that the bonus homework was to do something frivolous. And there's bonus homework today. Today, the bonus homework is an audacious move of a dance party. Now, this doesn't have to be like some huge dance party that you're throwing and everybody's like, what is that person doing? Now, this can just be some songs that radically shift your energy into inspiration, into confidence, uh, support, capability, and love. So, you might have heard what I said today and still be thinking of this intellectually. So, this is why I want to invite you to dancing 
and the vibration of music. It can be one of the ways that you actively move from your intellectual to experiential. So find a place that feels secure, it feels out of harm's way, and put on some music and dance. Free, spontaneous, let it be messy. Think of an 18-month-old dancing to music. You know, music from your favorite feel-good movie, music that pumped you up as a teenager maybe, or music from a musician who you believe embodies this energy, the energy of your audacious year. Okay? Because the world has taught you in the past to use that intellect and not only use the intellect but maybe the only experiential you you really dip into is one of like a fear tactic anxiousness worry um apprehension doubt but now you get to ask and proclaim what do i want to believe and what do i want to live my life proving is true that is audacity my friend all the best. If you have not signed up for this challenge and you want to become part of it, it's not too late. It's a self-guided challenge. Go to petesibley.com slash 2023 and uh, sign up there. You will also be able to schedule and book a one-on-one session with me in relation to this audacious year. All right, my friends, I love you. Tell me over at Pete Sibley or at Self Kindness with Pete on Instagram, how this is going. Maybe some of, tell me some of your dance music that you put out there and I will chat with you tomorrow for day three.